Hi, welcome to I've Never Seen the OC. We are on Season 2, Episode 11, The Second Chance. Eleven. Eleven. Does that remind you of anybody who's listening um, to our Scottish accents and is also a Burniston fan um, might find that eleven slightly amusing. Eleven. Like seven. Eleven. 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 My, my, <laughs> eleven. Eleven. My cousins are from the East Coast and it's funny, like... They are not even a half hour drive away from where we live. Like, really not that far at all. And I just find it so funny how different their accents are, considering it's like... I know we've talked about this before. Accents blow my mind, and I just find it so weird and interesting. (laughs) Like, it's... Okay, I won't say anymore. Also, I wasn't expecting you to finish saying that quite so quickly, and I'm just trying to pick some crumpet out of my teeth. Oh, yuck. Mm -mm. breakfast recording into Mm. it okay this episode is interesting because i very much felt like this was this was an in-between episode but i didn't feel like it was filler do you know what i mean like this was this isn't going to be anyone's favorite but at the same time it wasn't just filler it wasn't quite killer but it wasn't quite filler it was it was popping there was a lot happening in this episode there was stuff going on. A lot of juicy storylines as well, which I'm really into. All being like set up. Yeah. I was also shooketh by, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to it. But there was at one point I was like, <gasps> like proper, I don't know. See, when I'm watching telly, I don't visually, audibly react. You know, you're just, you're just consuming. Mm. This is the first time in ages I've actively gone like, <gasps> Whilst watching a TV show. So oh, right. Good. See, I am a, I feel like I am a, a reactor. I feel like you would then, in, in that case, would not be very good on a, a, a reaction YouTube channel. Like, Scottish girls react. No, and also the fact we do this podcast blows my mind, so let's not push our luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, right, previously on the OC. Rebecca Bloom is back. She's Sandy's old love from the uni days. Um, everyone thought she was dead. She was caught up in a big accident that people thought she had blown up a thing and killed someone. But she, I don't know, she ran away because she did that. That's kind of that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like I didn't explain that very well. Mm. Well, there's also like, I guess, like the fact that she was the love of his life and they were like oh, yeah, supposed to get Kirsten married and everything. saying that. Like, yeah. clearly you're, oh, I don't, Kirsten just needs to get her confidence up. Little Kiki. Um, Lindsay and Caleb had that dinner with Ryan and Ryan kind of effed it a bit. Like mm-hmm. he kind of stuck his nose in where it wasn't needed and ruined that. <laughs> Doesn't sound like something Ryan would do, huh? Mm. Um, there's a little sparkle, not princess sparkle, way, but an, a little <clears throat> romantic sparkle between Summer and Seth. They um, are making this comic book with Zach and they're kind of hanging out more and they've got this little secret between them where Summer knows like he's drawn all these beautiful comics of her I don't know there's definitely something heating up there um and then the most exciting important storyline Alex and Marissa new BFFs um Marissa got a new tattoo that's Mm. that's how like bad they are they're out being bad girls um, and my key question going into episode 11 is, is Julie back from France? I, I mean, the answer is obviously no <laughs> from no, this episode. She's not back yet. There is no Julie Cooper content in this Where episode. Where is she? What is she in? We need, yeah. we, I, I know we say it, but we actually need to look in and see what she was busy recording in yeah. this, this period. Definitely. Um, okay, preamble. Sandy arrives home in the morning, so he spent the whole night with Rebecca and oh what's his name the dad Max Max Dan, yeah uh, Max? yeah Max 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 Blue. Rebecca's dad Rebecca's Max dad, Rebecca's dad. 
And this is where we get the first kind of inclination that there's like an illicitness between Sandy and Rebecca and the whole scenario that might not necessarily be just business. I feel like this thing of coming Mm. home in the morning, having been out all night without your wife knowing, and I think it's the fact that he's sneaking back in that kind of sets up this thing of like... It's yeah. sneaking, isn't it? It's the fact he's taking off his shoes, he's creeping in the door. Like, see if he just came back in the morning and was like, huh, love, you're never going to believe what's just happened. Yeah. Then, I, I, I just don't... Und- I, I don't get why he has taken off his shoes and is sneaking in as if, like, otherwise Kirsten wouldn't have noticed that he wasn't there all night. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then I suppose maybe he could have been like, I slept in the spare room, I slept in the mm, sofa. I think you would notice, you know? nah, I, I think you would office. notice if your spouse that you share a house with, even if your house is massive, you would notice that like they hadn't been around for like the whole night, you know? Yes. Anyway, uh, Ryan is trying to study and Seth is trying to talk about himself, as always. <laughs> and Nothing new there. they have a conversation about how, for once, Seth's girl troubles are all over. There is no Alex anymore. There is no summer anymore. He is just going to get ready for the next girl to come along and break his heart or he says says something stupid like that. I kind of feel, though, like this was him saying he's over Alex, but he's Mm. back into summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's the undertone of this conversation, isn't it? Like, it's just, yeah, there's mm, nothing Mm -hmm. subtle about it. And then we go back to Sandy trying to sneak in. Could Sandy be any more suspicious? Um, But also, could he be any more stubbly and gorgeous? Mm. No. Oh my god! I wrote that day. I was like, Kerry's going to go nuts for this little five PM shadow. I know, right? It was like usually we get clean shaven, Sandy, but this time we had like a little bit of a rough round. I feel like Peter Gallagher would rock a beard, and we all know how much I am a fan of a beard. I feel like if anyone has access to Peter Gallagher beard content, definitely DM it to uh, at Never Seen Those See on Instagram so that I can have a wee look at that and just do some little smiles to myself at how <laughs> handsome he is. Also, is that what we're calling it these days? Smiles to ourselves. Also, it was pointed out to me relatively recently that Peter Gallagher must be in like his late sixties, early seventies now. Yeah. Have you seen pictures of him recently? Mm, still would though. Still would be oh, a fan. I don't know if, I don't know if he of could. The Sandy, well, would. the Sandy Cohen. Yeah. Um, well, Seth catches yeah. Sa- um, Sandy sneaking in, which I don't know if you remember this, but like when you were a teenager, those were the moments where you started seeing your parents as mm. real people and not as. Just I don't know, I've never caught my know? parents sneaking in from a night out before. <laughs> no, but like, I remember once, like, my dad had clearly been out on like a Christmas night out or something. Like, my parents didn't really drink when we were grown up. Like, you'd maybe see them with like a beer or a glass of wine, but they didn't get drunk drunk. And clearly dad had been on like a Christmas night out, his one night off a year, and came home and I saw him and I was like, oh my God, my dad <laughs> is so drunk. <laughs> and it's just like, I feel like that's a similar moment where you start being like, oh, okay cool you're a human being and not this weird all-knowing mm. parent thing and like seth kind of gets this moment where he's like i see you're up to something and i'm gonna keep mm-hmm. this secret because that's gonna come back in kind for me and sandy is just like no that is not how this <laughs> yeah keep dreaming <laughs> and then he so he goes to the bedroom sandy goes to the bedroom he's trying to kind of like take his jacket off surreptitiously and like i don't know what his plan was it was very strange um but kirsten is not in the shower as predicted and she comes out she's like oh you're home and he's like "Mm, yeah and there's just something about the way that this scene is like directed acted whatever like you're just obviously meant to pick up on the fact that sandy is like conflicted about the situation with rebecca keeping it secret from kirsten I think it becomes really obvious. I don't, I can't explain exactly why it's really obvious, but it's just really obvious that like, it's not just about like protecting Rebecca and her like legalities and the case and stuff. It's something more than that. Anyway, while they're having a wee conversation, Rebecca calls um, and I think, She's like, oh, hey, it's Rebecca. And instead of him being like, oh, hey, Rebecca, which he always does. Oh, hey, Max. Hey, this person. Mm -hmm. Hey, that person. He's just like, oh, hi. Um, 
And then she's like, do you want coffee? And I'm like, eh, excuse me, what is going on? Because Kirsten, two minutes later, is like, you should get some sleep. You look tired. And I'm like, but you're meeting Rebecca at 9am. What time is it supposed to be here? She's already at the pier. Like, but you're yeah. going to get some sleep. Well, what? again, time is but a human construct because when... Sandy comes in, he says to Seth. Mm, and then Kirsten early, says it to Ryan. And then when yeah. Kirsten goes down mm-hmm. and says that to Ryan. So what is this? Like 7am. And if it is 7am, why is Rebecca just up at the pier getting coffee at 7am? Yeah, 7 it's very... Unless it's that thing of like, you know, when you... Like sometimes, like if you really fancy someone, you're like, oh, I just already happened to be here. Do you happen to be around? Like, ooh. Like that kind of thing that happens in like film and television and stuff that never happens. And books as well. I just read a book where that happened too um, but yeah Sandy kind of finishes it by being like oh it's going to be really hectic for a while basically saying Kirsten mm-hmm. I'm not going to be about because I'm off hanging out with the mm-hmm. love of my life how did you feel about this about his lying his active well lying? see this is the problem is that I personally and I feel like people are not going to like this but I personally feel and have felt since the first time I watched this that Rebecca is a better fit for Sandy than Kirsten is. I think they look good together. I think they have a nice way about them. I feel like they have similar values. I felt like maybe watching this again as an adult, I would be like, oh, Sandy, you dog, how rude. And I do think that it's like badly behaved. Like what he's doing is absolutely inexcusable. However... I'm not, and I just, I feel like maybe it's because I don't really like Kirsten. It's because I, I feel she's quite cold. I'm not really that bothered about her. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm here for Sandy, Rebecca. Into the episode proper, Ryan isn't ready for the test that he is studying for, which becomes absolutely not a plot point at all. So mm-hmm. I don't really know why they'd do this. But also, <laughs> why is Kirsten doing the chatty chat when he's clearly said, I'm trying to yeah. study and I'm not ready? Shut up, Kirsten. Well, maybe that's, again, was it Louise that pointed out, like, there were some moments where you get, like, this whole thing of, like, Kirsten Seth being quite similar. Like, is that one of these things? Like, Seth wouldn't leave her alone, leave him alone, Kirsten won't leave him alone. Anyway, she does the chatty chat, figures out that there is an issue between Ryan and Lindsay. Um, He spills about the dinner. Kirsten says, look, it's fine, I'll handle it. She needs a dad. I'll sort this out. Yeah. And my first kind of thought here, and I think about this later on, when they actually confront Lindsay about it, I'm just like, everybody just leave her alone. Like, why are you all putting your nose into her business regarding this whole thing with Caleb? Like, it's all very annoying and strange. Yeah. And then we cut to Marissa. And Marissa utters the, the awful line that I absolutely despise. I'm not like other girls. Oh, yeah. F off, Marissa. Like, I'm not like other girls. Right, so, like, what, what are you saying there? That you think that other girls, girls are, are lesser than you? That you think that you're better than other girls? That you think that other girls are rubbish? Or, like, I just, I hate that line. I'm not like other girls. I feel like I, personally, am an amalgamation of every other cool girl that I have ever met. Agreed. There's a, I can't, is it Halle Seinfeld? There's a track, it's like a super pop song called Most Girls, um, which you would hate, Kenny, but I love. Mm. I listen to it quite a lot when I'm running. And it's like, it's entirely that. It's like, boys say it a lot. And like, a girl saying it, yeah, it's shit. But like, a boy saying it, like, pushes a button inside me that makes me see red. When like, mm. oh, you're not like other girls. Excuse me? Like, other girls are fucking awesome and i would love <laughs> to be like other girls like most girls are amazing like yeah fuck off. exactly exactly but do you know what i did love about this scene sexy back is back she's bringing oh. sexy back Woo. explain to me why you are about to go surfing so your first thing is oh better take a shower and take my top off um, um pass hard pass from me that would not be what i would do <laughs> no like if i was if i was hung over which they apparently are first of all i wouldn't want to go surfing mm-hmm. <laughs> and second of all if i was going surfing you wouldn't go and get like all fresh and clean and nice and whatever you would be like let's just go to the sea i'm a firm believer in washing my hair as little as physically same. possible same like any excuse not to wash my hair i no maybe a little body shower maybe 
But even at that, you're about to get in the sea. No, no, I wouldn't do that. I would go and get my goggles, go and get my swimming costume and be standing at the door with my towel. Like, I'm ready. Let's go. Exactly. You would wear goggles in the sea. I don't like water getting in my eyes. I don't think I've ever seen anyone surfing with goggles on. Well, I'd start a new fashion trend. It definitely takes away from the whole surfer chic I can put them on for the podcast. (laughs) No, no, thank you. Oh my God, this is actually a very good segue into, remember, (laughs) I think it was episode nine before I was going on holiday. Um, I've been on holiday. I'm now back. It's probably why I'm a bit slow warming up today. Um, but I was all like, oh my God, swimming in the sea is amazing. We should swim in the sea. And you mm. were like, don't swim in the sea because it's just whale spunk and gross. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm still going to do it. I got sung by a bloody jellyfish. <laughs> <gasps> right? Oh my God. I was going to message you oh, and be like, you right. no, me. I think you did message me, but I didn't message back because I was just like... <laughs> Um, well, that's what you get for oh, swimming in the God. sea. I, I listen, listen. I hate to say I told you so, but I did tell you not to swim in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. Hindsight. You're welcome. <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome? Uh, and nobody peed on me. Just before anyone asks, before anyone goes sliding into the DMs, nobody peed on me. Thank you. How did you resolve the problem? Well. Then? I have, my mother used to be a nurse and my friend Louise is a nurse, different Louise to the normal Louise we talk about here. Um, And I messaged both of them being like, help, (laughs) I'm in pain and I really don't want Ali to have to pee on me. And they were like, oh no, pee is not the one. You have to get vinegar. Vinegar, yeah. pour vinegar on it. And if you can find it, meat tenderizer, like the powder, and you you mix the meat tenderizer with vinegar, make a paste. And then, like, massage it into your, your little stings. That sounds absolutely disgusting. Mm, tasty. Um, right, Sandy and Rebecca are on the pier. Mm-hmm. They're talking about who Sandy married. Rebecca was like, oh, who did you marry? Blah, 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 blah. And she lists off, like, the sort of criteria that she would have expected him to have gone for or the type mm-hmm. of woman she would have expected him to go on for. And, of course, that is not Kirsten. <laughs> um, it is nothing like Kirsten. And she is kind of like, oh... All right. And that's where we get the reveal that he has not told Kirsten about Rebecca returning because she doesn't he doesn't want her, Kirsten, to be an accomplice yeah. to the whole scenario. <laughs> Harboring a fugitive. Yes. And then she also reveals that she has never loved anyone or met anyone apart from him. So yeah, and then she also reveals that she won't be staying for very long. She figures forty eight hours. Um and then she'll be out of there. Out of there. So let's head over to school. I'm going to put it out there. I really don't give a shiny poop about the Ryan and Lindsay storyline. Like I just, I, know. I keep trying. I keep being like, I should like this. I kind of like Lindsay. She's kind of cool. Ryan, yeah, I don't have the best opinion of him, but I'm into the whole Caleb Lindsay storyline. Every time Ryan and Lindsay are on screen, I'm just like, oh, you're so annoying. Like see when he mm. walked up to her and kissed her and did that whole like, Mwah, kiss I was like Ryan you're a I hate you I hate you so much I feel like this is part of the reason why everybody doesn't like Lindsay is because Ryan and Lindsay we have a lot of people who argue about this in the the comments section of the the Instagram post mm-hmm, some people mm-hmm. love them but lots and lots of people really don't like Ryan and Lindsay as a couple my main thing here was everybody just leave Lindsay alone like she's right she's like everybody get out of my business yeah get out of my business but like she she explicitly says that to him. She's like, stop worrying about it. It's not your problem. Mm-hmm. Like, let me get on with it. But in true Ryan style, he's like, oh no, I know what's best for you and I'm going to fix it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Remember back in season one where I thought Ryan was hot? Look how far yeah. we've come. <laughs> Kirsten <laughs> goes to Caleb's office. There is a really creepy moment where Caleb comments on her body. Her figure, yeah. yeah. All that yoga lattice is really doing wonders for your figure. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, that's really creepy. And then um, she calls him the world's biggest ass and mm-hmm. basically threatens him, doesn't she? Doesn't she? She's yeah. like, you know, if you don't make the effort to get to know your daughter, you're going to lose too. Yeah. I assume she means her and not Haley, but yeah. Nah, Haley's lost us anyway. Haley's in Japan. 
Um, we also get the fact that it's been a year and a half since Ryan turned up. A little time frame, you know how I appreciate that. Mm. One thing in this episode is all the scenes are quite mm-hmm. short. There's a couple of little bits that I'm just like, we've talked about this before. It's like, surely you could have just made one scene mm. longer instead of having one scene mm-hmm. that lasts. So let's move over to the, the sh- surf shack office. And mm-hmm. uh-oh, the truth of what everyone thinks has happened is not what happened. Rebecca didn't have anything to do with the fire explosion accident at the whatever place. It was a nuclear plant. Something like it? that. Um, she chickened out. She didn't go. Um, mm-hmm. And immediately I was like, why then would you yeah. run away? Well, that's what she said. She didn't want to have to grass on her friends. She was scared. Grass on her but friends. that's the thing, like... Mm. I can But it's been 20 years. It's been 20 years. Surely after like five years when you're like, oh, actually, I don't speak to these guys anymore. My life is crap. I've got to move around all the time. Maybe I'll just but tell the truth. what evidence do they like, have? What evidence does she have to prove her point? Maybe that's what it is. I totally get that. I get the realising the severity of the situation and running away because you don't know how to deal with it. But what evidence, if she wasn't there, what evidence is there to prove that she was involved? I don't know, Scooby. This is what I'm saying. Like you're, you're saying like, oh, we need evidence. Like da da da. But also, she wasn't there, so she will have an alibi, and that alibi must be. Ugh, I don't know. I just thought this was quite stupid. Sandy could clear her name. Is what comes out of it. We think you should do it. We would really appreciate it. Da 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 da. da, da. And he's like, hmm, unsure. Mm-hmm. But also, as a lawyer, as we've just pointed out, surely you would be like. Well, what's the evidence? I'm not just going to take the case because I like you. Like, what's the... No, I think you would. I think if you were like, I think if you were a lawyer of Sandy's calibre and you loved this woman in such a way, you would be like, I will do anything to try and clear your name. (sighs) Okay, let's move on to Seth and Summer. He is concerned about their working relationship as their history is going to get in the Mm -hmm. way. He discusses long nights, long drawing Mm -hmm. sessions... Tension, stress, all of these things he feels may cause... A little sexy spark. Yeah, some like sordid, sexy times. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. But also does not make sense that Seth would know that that would cause that. Yeah. There's part of me that's like, it's good that he's being honest. Always good to be honest about your feels. But part of me is also just like, are you saying this because by saying it to Summer, you are being suggestive? Mm, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I feel like that's it's almost like a weird manipulation of mm, situation mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and then before they can kind of discuss it very much Zach bursts in his dad has an intern who I've written who works at a big comic farm but it no, can't be can't be an intern and also works, his uncle yeah, that's it works at a big comic farm and um, he's really interested he thinks it sounds really good you really 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 need to get on this we need to get moving you need to draw summer tonight draw me like one of your french girls you need to nail sexy. summer tonight mm-hmm. and then that's where we obviously get the start of the whole sort of i quite like the little seth summer storyline that goes on in this episode yeah but yeah we go back to there's going to be a lot of this back to this back to this back to this back to this <laughs> Back to Kirsten setting the table for the dinner. Yep. Sandy is not invited. However, then Kirsten gets slightly salty when he's like, okay, well, I'll go to the office then. Yeah. You just didn't invite him to dinner. Like, what are you expecting here? Mm. But yeah, he kind of tells Kirsten a half-truth, doesn't he? Which is my least Mm -hmm. favourite type of lie. Like, oh, but I kind of told you the truth. No. Like... No, not okay. My least favourite type of lie is... Um, lying by omission. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about this before. So telling the truth, but like leaving Bits out. one thing out. Yeah, yeah. or like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. A half-truth, a similar vibe. So yeah, he has told her that he is working with Rebecca's dad to try and clear Rebecca's name. And she's like, oh, that's a really nice thing to do. Like, he's lost his daughter. The least you can do is clear her name. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. At which point he's like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, because remember at this point, Kirsten thinks that Rebecca is dead. Yeah. I think that's a good thing to keep in mind for the whole episode. Kirsten believes this woman is dead. Yes. And that Sandy is just hanging out with this woman. Yeah. Oh, God. Ryan comes in, doesn't he? And is chatting about the whole Caleb thing. And he's like, oh, well, Lindsay isn't coming because she can't, you know, go through with another meal. And Kirsten's like, oh, if you want something done, do it yourself. I'll go, and talk exactly. to, I'll go and talk to Lindsay. And then she hands him a bundle of cutlery and says, forks on the left, six spoons on the right. 
Did she not say soup spoons on the right? Was it soup spoons? Because I was like, what are they eating that requires six spoons? <laughs> I think it was soup spoons. <laughs> okay, thanks for cleaning that up. I will sleep easy tonight. Okay. <laughs> bait shop? Over to the bait shop? Yeah, why is Marissa at work with Alex? This doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. When did they go surfing? What happened there? Exactly. Why Yeah. Why is she there? She's openly flirting. That's cool, right? Is she jealous of Seth? Is that what this is? I, find I don't really know. Confusing. I feel like she's pushing the whole Seth thing because she wants to know. I feel like she wants to know that they're over. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bit strange. Um, but she's openly flirting with her. Like, there is no doubt about that. Yeah. And then Alex just straight up asks her. And I was like, yes, Alex. Like, see when people are, like, making these suggestive things and, then, and you're like, oh, da 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 And Alex is just like, right, what's going on between us? Yeah. What's, what's going on here? You're acting like Seth did as my boyfriend. Yeah. I am here for that. But then Marissa gets spooked, doesn't she? That's she's exactly like, oh, what okay. I wrote down. Marissa's spooked. Yeah. We are so in sync today. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll wash this t-shirt, I'll bring it back to you, like, da-da-da. And then she goes off up the stairs, but then she turns back, and I was like, was Marissa expecting Alex to, like, run after her here? Like, Probably, we know on? she loves the drama. Mm. Um, do you know what I did really notice in this kind of first half with um, Marissa and Alex? Marissa looked really happy. Mm, like mm-hmm. she's got a good glow about her yeah okay she's probably drinking a bit too much but she's a teenager come on that's what they do but like she seems really chill and just really relaxed with Alex there doesn't seem to be any like lying they're quite open there's mm-hmm. no sneaking there's no drama like it's just like okay cool and okay yeah she's spooked now but like I just I thought it was a really nice moment and the first time in ages where you've just seen Marissa happy. Mm. Well, I mean, Julie is in France, so that might have something to do with it. <laughs> true, very true. Um, Lindsay plays the oboe. Oh, of course she does. Lindsay Ugh. plays Brahms on the oboe. Heavy eye roll. This was me. such a weird little scene. Like, it lasted about three seconds, and it was like, Kirsten being like, hi, and Lindsay being like, hi, and Kirsten being like, you play the oboe? And her being like, yeah. And then she's been like, do you want to come to dinner? Not really. Mm, I understand. But do you want to come anyway? Hmm. Okay then. <laughs> and scene. End. End of scene. Very weird. Yeah, no, it was weird. Should we go back to the office then? Yes. Right. Now, I, I didn't get this. Like, I was kind of like, where? Oh, no, it wasn't this bit where I was like, where are they? Um, Sandy's decided, you know, this is the bit where he's like, oh, we've got aircon, but we don't have aircon. And I was like, where the hell are they? I didn't realise they were in the office the until later on. back room in the office. Yeah. So Sandy is going to take on Rebecca's ca- case. And this is where we get the loaded cuddle, I've called it. The loaded. So they, they cuddle, or she cuddles him, and it just lingers a little bit too long. Everyone's enjoying it a little bit too much, and then realise they're enjoying it a little bit too much, and then they're both like... <clears throat> yeah, I just I just feel, and it's probably testament to both of their, their acting skills, um, but there's so much like tenderness mm-hmm. between them, and it's so calm and warm and it's not spicy it's not cold it's very loving yeah yeah it's just like really relaxed and really comfortable and i really i just think it's such a a nice contrast to remember what's her chops mona who wasn't called mona rachel Rachel. yeah like like (laughs) Rachel that was all like quite spicy and erratic and like he wasn't into it but she was into it but then he was kind of leading her on and then Mm. like that was like quite dramaful and Mm -hmm. quite um like do you want you know one of the reasons I think maybe that I am on board with Sandy and Rebecca is also because right I understand he probably shouldn't have told her that she was dead when she wasn't right or it, it, to be fair, he didn't tell her he was dead when she wasn't. He just hasn't told her that she's alive still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a point where everyone thought she was dead. Let's not forget, and I say this quite often. Oh my God, are you going to bring up the Jimmy Cooper kiss again? Yes, and also the fact that Kirsten lived next door to Jimmy Cooper for like 20 Get years. over it, Kerry. So I feel like Sandy's Sandy being friends with Rebecca should absolutely, categorically not be a problem 
if Kier- like Kirsten really doesn't have a leg to st- apart from the whole death thing. <laughs> like Kirsten really doesn't have a leg to stand on. If Sandy wants to be friends with Rebecca, he should be allowed to be friends with Rebecca on the basis that Kirsten has already established that she fully intended to stay friends with her childhood sweetheart and live next door to him for 20 years. No, 100%, but she's probably not going to be okay with it by the simple fact he's been lying to her about it. Aye, that's what I'm saying. Extract the lying. <laughs> like, I don't understand why Sandy's not just like, look, she's back. Yeah. And and also, you can't say anything to me because we lived next door to Jimmy Cooper for 20 years. Yeah. I mean, you'd keep that in your so... back pocket as like a last resort. But yeah, exactly. see, when he came home in the morning, that's when he should have been like... Look, this is the sitch. weird night. Rebecca's not dead. Yeah. So he, there's a loaded cuddle. We find out that he's still not told Kirsten, and then Rebecca suggests that they celebrate him becoming her lawyer by getting some Mexican food. Always a good idea. Um, and getting some tequila. Also a good idea. Then she wants to smoke loads of weed with him, which I was like, "That's a weird flex. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Like, why have they just suddenly made Rebecca this like?" Well, remember, pothead? she's a big hippie. She she's a fugitive. All that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Sandy decides no, he's not going to smoke <laughs> a bunch of weed with her. They're just going to drink tequila. Then we go to we cut to Seth has come to Summer's house to draw her. Mm-hmm. And we kind of get like a throwback to the Wonder Woman thing a little bit. Like the reveal, she's wearing this like pink uh, robe and she takes it off and she's wearing a costume made of latex and sequins. And he's like, I mean, understandably so. (laughs) Like, Mm, Yes. But I mean, well, understandably so, but also it's not a particularly, I would say, like sexy outfit. (laughs) Like, no, it's like, it's like a bad Halloween costume. Yeah, that's exactly a cheap Halloween costume. Yeah, but he finds it sexy. Um, of course, she he tells her to pose. She's like, "What? What? I don't know what you're talking about." Despite the fact that she is like one of the like alpha girls, does all these fashion shows all the time, like for charity. That girl knows like, her angles. Like she will know yeah. what to do. There's no way that Summer doesn't know how to pose. But anyway, he has to pose her. And, you know, he's moving different parts of her body, moves her leg, he moves her arm, whatever. And then the tension is palpable. the sexy indie music. When he tucks her hair behind her ear. Yeah. I know. The thing is, I do do enjoy a little hair-ear tuck. No, I don't like people touching my hair, period. I love people touching my hair. I'm very much here for it. But yeah, it's all very, it's all very tense. Yeah. Um, and then is this where he teaches her like how to draw? They they move oh, from yeah. this to like, oh, I can't really draw. And then he's like, I'll show you how to draw. And it's a bit kind of it becomes a bit trite. I know that it was a bit trite before, but it becomes very trite. Have you have you ever watched The Fall? It was a BBC drama with Gillian uh, Anderson and um, Jamie Dornan. No. So it's based on Northern Ireland, which I'm very much into. I've really been working on my accent in the last day. Uh, Glitter. It's really good. What What about you? What about you, boy? Anyway, um, it's all about this kind of serial killer and kind of part of his stick is that he likes to, after he strangled someone to death, he likes to position them and like dress them and wash them like a doll and then like pose them like a doll, like when they're dead and this scene having just watched two series of that did not mm. sit well with me i was like stop touching her stop positioning her it's so weird so the weird. black dahlia so when um, would thoroughly recommend watching the fall it's on netflix now and um, but maybe mm-hmm. don't think about this scene while you're watching it because there's while a lot of it. similarities but also a lot of differences <laughs> Mm. Well, you can't teach dead girls how to draw, which is how they get to this almost kiss scenario. Quote like they're the very episode. close together. <laughs> you can't teach a dead girl how to draw. Um, they're very close together. He's touching her hand. Their faces are getting close. And I, I have to say, part of me was like, just kiss, just do it, just do it. Um, but they don't. And he is like, oh, gotta go by and leaves. Mm-hmm. And we are, yeah, very much, he's very much proven right about the whole late yes. nights tension, work stress thing. Right. My question about the dinner is, they they've got this dinner. massive house, right? They've got this massive, massive house. Why do they 
always, for every dinner party, put a dining table into the living room when they have a dining table already? An easier shot, probably. (laughs) (laughs) The real life sitch, who knows? Um, Why? There is no way that millionaires, multi-millionaires, are having a dinner with a janky table that is set up next to their couch. That just yeah. that's not a realistic thing. No, no, it's not. I, I, <laughs> I don't know how to advise you on this situation. It's not thought through, but that is something we say quite regularly on this podcast. Also, why can Kirsten not cook, but she can do fondue? Like, I like to think I can cook, and I would not try and make fondue because that seems weird and difficult. Just make an omelette. Fond- no, fond- what are you talking about? Fondue is just like a bowl of oil. No, fondue is cheese. It's melted if cheese. It's cheese. If it's cheese fondue. I have only ever known fondue to be cheese. Fondue, oh, okay. Fondue is now, oh my God, this is where I'm going to say all this like super confidently and then it's going to be wrong. <laughs> but fondue is some language for like dipping. Oh, it's French. For for dipping, no for, for dipping? molten, molt right. Well, exactly right. So there you go. Oh no, it's okay. You were wrong, Kerry Abercrombie. Oh. Fondue is a Swiss melted cheese dish served in a communal pot over a portable stove, heated with a candle or a spirit lamp, and eaten by dipping bread into the cheese by using long stemmed sh- shorks, <laughs> shorks, forks. <laughs> right. So okay. What's difficult about that? You cut up some bread and you melt some cheese. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, on Google it comes up with like, people also asked. So I searched for fondue, just straight up fondue, which I gave you the answer for. Next thing, people also ask, what does fondue mean sexually? Oh. Do you want to know? Mm-hmm. A space dock fondue occurs when a man who's taken a laxative... Oh my God. Oh my God, no. (gasps) No, no. I can't unread that. Oh my God, I can't unread that. Oh my God. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. No. I can't say that. I can't say that. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. If you really want to know, Google it. But oh my God, no. They have a very awkward conversation at the dinner table. Um, Nobody really likes each other in this. Well, I suppose Kirsten likes everybody. Basically, everybody hates... Caleb, which is making everything super awkward. Lindsay sort of sticks up for Ryan when they do the whole like, oh, I don't think Ryan would be interested in going to that kind of concert. She's like, why? Because you think they don't got music and she know, right? I, um, also, I mean, she like, doesn't say it like that. I get but. the basic classism that, yeah, that is a shit thing to say. But also, like, I get Caleb's point. What 16, 17 year old is interested in classical music? Not many. No, I completely disagree. No, 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 no. Sorry, completely disagree because he has literally just talked to a 16-year-old about classical music. That is 100% a classism thing. Like, he's basically saying, like, she is into it, but obviously Ryan wouldn't be. I mean... You you can't have that point about the 16, 17-year-olds when he has literally just spoken to a 16, 17-year-old about Brahms. I know. I just... I just... No. 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 Why does Caleb hate Ryan so much is what I've written. And then he lists all the reasons why he hates him. And I was like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. kind of fair enough. Also, why is like Ryan sticking his oar in? Why is, why is Ryan even at that dinner? Yeah, why is he even there? Exactly. Um, it kind of boils up to a point where they're going to have like this actual fist fight. And like Ryan like is properly squaring up to Caleb and Caleb's squaring up to Ryan. But like in what world would... I don't know. Maybe this maybe this is like a male toxic thing that I just don't understand. But like, in what world would you puff up to an adult like that? Yeah, I know. And is like maybe that's just because that's a an attitude I don't understand. Maybe that's like a reaction I don't understand. Mm. Maybe that's something I've not seen and I've not been surrounded by. But I just don't. I just don't understand why. And it's not even like he's a young guy. Like, why would you square up to an old guy like that? Why I mean, unfortunately, I feel like that is something that is relatively, not common, but it's not, I don't think it's that unusual. I think it's more unusual that you would square up to someone who is the father of the person who's like taken you in and adopted adopted yeah, you basically, right? rather than it being an adult child thing. 
Anyway, Caleb has a heart attack before they can fight. A mild heart attack. Although I like thought he big, was going down. I thought that was it. Mm, there's a big like slow-mo thing where all the stuff came crashing off the table. Yeah. It was all very dramatic. It was very dramatic. And I was like, I've written, oh, I need it. This will be Ryan's fault. I mean, can it is. Mm, not really. I mean, he stresses him out. He gets his blood pressure raised. He's trying to fight him. All that adrenaline running through him. Yeah, but that's not... Um, I disagree that that is that person's fault. Like, Because Caleb also has a choice on how yeah. to react to Ryan. I don't think it's necessarily also, like a fault situation. I think they were both in the wrong. And Caleb is the adult in that situation. And he should have de-escalated it rather than escalate it. Anyway, hospital. Sandy appears. She's like, have you been drinking? <laughs> and he's like, mm-hmm. Very conveniently... <laughs> Mrs. Ke- Mrs. Uh, Nichols? No, Mrs. What's her Cohen? The doctor interrupts at the perfect time with her name, which clearly yeah. I just forgot. A bit weird that she lets Lindsay go alone. Yeah. Given the, the strenuous nature of Caleb and Lindsay's relationship at this point, um, I think if I was Lindsay, I would have been like, eh, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. wait for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, also, don't worry like, about surely it. Kirsten would want a minute with her dad, mm-hmm. you know? In that situation, yeah. I would have thought. Then we anyway. cut to Marissa being super cold about Caleb. Like, someone's like, oh shouldn't you be at the hospital? And Marissa's like, eh, it's just Caleb. And he's a cockroach anyway. Like, there's no way that he's going to die. I was like, Whoa. Mm, not your finest ever, Marissa, but okay. Um, but this is where they, I actually quite like this conversation. This, mm-hmm. I thought this was quite cute. When they're talking about the almost kiss with Seth. Mm-hmm. And the nose graze, that's what they called it. And like Summer does that super cute thing when she's like, oh, a nose graze with Princess Sparkle. Like, yeah. it just felt like we never, we never see these two hanging out. We never see them being friends. And it was in this moment that I was like, oh, yeah, they are friends, aren't they? Like, yeah. they've not hung was, out in a while, but yeah. here they are being, being BFFs. So that was nice. Yes. Still mildly irritates me that they're most they're supposed to be the most popular girls in school, but we never see them hanging out with anyone other than each other and Alex. Each other or the boys. The boys. Yep. Um, but the bottom line is Summer isn't allowed to rub noses with Seth because she's got yes. a boyfriend. But Marissa has a cute nose and she needs to go and put it out there. She needs to rub noses with whoever the hell she wants. Um, Essentially giving her, yeah, the little boost that she needs to actually go and rub noses with Alex. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Back to the hospital, I guess. (laughs) Jumping about all over the shop. Surprise, surprise. Caleb is a completely new man and wants to get to know Lindsay and wants forgiveness from Kirsten because he nearly died. For someone who's nearly died. Oh, do you know what? Uh Uh-huh. Do you know who's not going to be happy about the fact that Ryan just gave Caleb a heart attack? Julie? Yeah. <laughs> she's going to be raging. She's going to be She really is going to be furious. Um, she probably is going to be quite happy about the fact, though, that Caleb looks great. Like, considering he's just almost died <laughs> and he had a heart attack, he has never looked better. Like, he looks tanned, he looks healthy. <laughs> like, have you ever seen somebody where they've had a heart attack or, like, has had any kind of heart Sick. They look awful. Like their colouring goes awful. They go like this weird, like grey purple colour. Mm. I'm just like, how has Caleb bounced back so quickly? Need to have a chat with makeup. This is not factually correct. <laughs> this is not realistic. So, yeah, now he's a good guy, apparently. Um, it's like at the end of um, Bugsy Malone when they change the bad guys song into good guys. We're the very best at being good guys. Come on, I'm giving you a musical line. Help me. I'm trying to bond with you, Kerry. Come on. Help. I know, but I just, I've got a wee itchy bit on my foot. I was just <laughs> looking at it. Um, I feel like I talk about Bugsy Malone quite a lot. I genuinely do have like a wee thing on my foot. It's because um, it's the... We're the very best at being bad. Whose theme tune also, was it? Caleb's theme tune. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway... Clearing Rebecca's name is going to be impossible. Because there's no evidence, like The best they can hope for is an amnesty, mm-hmm. where she can not get arrested so she could spend time with her dad, which I feel like is not a thing, but okay. I suppose it's like compassionate 
leave, isn't it? Or what's it mm. called? Not leave. But like when you're in prison, but then a family member's really ill, you can be let out. Or if you're really ill, right? Have you ever heard of like someone having done a big crime and then them being like, I'm just going to go to the police and tell them I'm back in town, but uh, like I'm in den, so they kind of get me because <laughs> my dad's not feeling well. Keezy's can't tag me. Like my dad's about to die. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, she's like, you should go home to your wife, given everything that's going on. Sadie's like, okay. <laughs> and that's exactly what it does. Right. I don't understand this. Like, I, I sadly don't have any grandparents left. Um, that's sad. Woe is me, small violin. Um, but at the times they were in hospital, you don't leave. You you stay there. Like, Are you talking about Seth? Why has Seth yeah. gone home? And why does Kirsten not know that Seth has gone home? Like it's so yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> like very Josh strange. Schwartz, like what kind of upbringing did you have if you think this is acceptable for your that Seth's just <laughs> gone home? I don't understand. Seth is at home while his grandfather is in the hospital, potentially dying or not dying. He doesn't know. Um, Alex brings the drawing back to Seth. Mm-hmm. Um. I totally forgot that she had never been to his house before. Well, he was always sneaking out to hers, wasn't he? Yeah. And then she says this thing about, like, we were each other's in-between people, you know? And, like, I think this is sweet and it's very grown-up for them to both be like, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. Like, good times. Thanks nice for that. A nice little closure chat. Yeah, but there's nothing worse than being someone's in-between. Like... I feel like this is a nice thing when you're both on the same page and mm. you're both like, okay, we're each other's in-between people. But there is nothing worse when that's a one-sided thing where you are someone else's in-between person and you're they are not like, your in-between person. <laughs> cool, you're let like, me just um, crush down these uh, these little feelings here and I'll just I'll get rid yeah. of them. Thank you. And you're like, oh, great. Like, we're having a nice time in that. And they're like, nah, yeah. Or the oh. other way about, like, the guilt that you feel when you're like, when someone's like, oh, I'm really into you. And you're like, oh, you're you're not that kind of person. I'm, I'm afraid. Sorry. It's a tough life being a heartbreaker, Kerry. It's tough at the top. It is tough at <laughs> the top. Yeah, so that's kind of sweet. And that, like, kind of puts a line underneath uh, Alex and Seth. Mm-hmm. And Seth goes to Summer's house. Mm-hmm. It's very awkward. I don't really understand why he is there. He's there to tell her that the, he doesn't think that they should spend any more time together working on the comic. So why are you at her house? But this is quite. I felt like this was quite a grown-up thing to do because they clearly both felt the feels from their last rendezvous. And he is coming to be like, I don't think we should spend any time together, like just the two of us. I think we should, you know, keep some distance. Like... Basically saying there's clearly something going on here. You have a boyfriend. We have broken up. Let's put some space between us. Mm. And I was like, yeah, fair play. That is, that's quite a mature thing to do. I like it. Do you know what I was really, really into, though? What? Princess Sparkle's cape. All right, okay. Into it. Into it. But yeah, she's all like, oh, do you need to draw me again? And he's like, no, <laughs> I need some distance. It's too yeah. it's too hot in the kitchen. I am getting out. Mm-hmm. And then little Zach turns up and he's like, Road trip! We're going to San Diego! We've got a meeting in San Diego! Just the three of us! Yeah. Little so that's Zach. obviously going to be the next episode. Yeah. Cute little Zach. Do you think it'll just be the three of them? Do you think there'll be a reason for Ryan and Marissa and Alex to also come to San oh, Diego? I really hope not. I really, really hope not. <laughs> Should we head on over to the bait shop? The bait shop, where Marissa is obviously going to find Alex. Yeah. Really enjoying that there is a woman performing. That's good. Rachel Yamagata? Mm-hmm. Her name is. Um, just good. We've not, there's not really been any girls performing at the bait shop before now. We're reaching that point of the OC where they, remember they used to do like, oh, the Walkmen are playing tonight at the bait shop. Oh, the mm-hmm. Killers are playing tonight. We've reached the point of cool where it's like, we're not going to tell you who's playing at the bait shop. And if you're cool enough to know who that is, then you're cool. Yeah. Ask your cool friend because Shazam doesn't exist yet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so we get this nice little song and there are people macking at the bar. Alex is like, ugh, and then walks off to watch the concert. And Marissa comes in, sees her, sidles up and holds her hand. Which is super cute. I'm so here for this. I'm so here. This fills me with so much joy, this storyline. 
Good. I can't wait for it to come crashing down. I, I can I, I can feel it already. It's not going to end well. But right now, I'm really loving it. Crash and burn. Um, Ryan is asleep at the hospital. Lindsay wakes him up. Lindsay's like, we should go home now. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay effectively kind of dumps him in the car. Yeah. Does she kind of word it like taking a break? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah, we, we should cool off means. a bit. And this I have written as, this is why lots of people don't like Lindsay. This idea of she chooses Caleb over Ryan, even though Caleb has been horrible to everyone, including her. I mean, I get that, but he is also her dad. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. And like, Ryan isn't exactly like... Yeah, she's 17 and Ryan's just like some wee guy that she goes to school with like your high school boyfriend like exactly i think cultivating and repairing a relationship with your estranged father is slightly more important than your (laughs) high school sweetheart agreed agreed um and then i've written down pointless chat with sandy and rebecca yeah (laughs) sandy calls to check in on rebecca i feel like this is pointless but it's not pointless because it puts rebecca in the office which is obviously where kirsten is going Um, so there was a little scene that we just glanced over because again it was a real nothing scene where kirsten's like oh i'm just jumping out to the shops do you want anything Mm -hmm. and sandy's like no and she's like i really like the office and but it needs a bit of you know tlc and he's like oh i like the way the way it is Mm-hmm. AKA, she's going to get some things for the office. Absolutely. We all saw it come in, and eh, voila. Hang on, because this is where Sandy has made the weirdest dinner. And I don't really particularly enjoy fish, but he's making salmon mm-hmm. with a raspberry coulee reduction, fish and fruit. Okay, salmon I don't and eat raspberry. Fish. Salmon, salmon, and raspberry. As- I'm not the person to ask if that's normal or not. I'm sorry. I can't help you. I am going to consult some of my sources and find out if that is a normal thing. I'm scared but to I Google anything not. ever again after the film day. <laughs> no, don't. I don't want to speak about it. I don't want to speak about it. Oh, good. Oh, good. Anyway, Seth trying to use telekinesis to answer the phone is a bit of me. Like, that is a total mood. You know, when you're on the couch and you're like, oh, something like... Something happens, like maybe the kettle flips off or your alarm goes off and it's time to take something out of the oven and you're just like, oh, I cannot be bothered. Let's check if I've got superpowers yet. I sometimes do it with cereal, but I think that's um, it's Matilda that's really influenced that. I'm I sometimes look at uh, boxes of cereal and I'm like, one day. <laughs> one, day. <laughs> one day. One day, little Cheerio, one day. So it's Kirsten on the phone. Seth does not really make an attempt to look for Sandy. She says, let him know that I'll be home in a couple of minutes. I'm just going to the office to spruce it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. As a little um, surprise, because she's nice. Yeah. Yikes. She gets <laughs> a big surprise. Would you not absolutely shit yourself? Yeah, if- why does she not like scream when... Like- <laughs> First of all, you're going into an office, which is pitch black. You switch the light on and then somebody sh- like calls out a point a of shitting yourself and then Mm -hmm. the person that comes out is someone you thought was dead (laughs) (laughs) this is a very good point like (laughs) i can't come to your house because i'm scared of ghost phone like i would not be okay in that situation i get afraid when someone walks into a room quietly do you know when you're like sitting in a room and you're like not paying attention someone like maybe the door's behind you and then they walk into a room and you're like when they speak anyway yes so rebecca's alive kirsten now knows the proverbial poop is going to hit the gigantic fan and it was a good cliffhanger i thought a great cliffhanger yeah, I was like, ooh, predictions for next episode. Um, Sandy and Kirsten are going to get divorced. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I think, oh, is she going to go down the route of like not seeing Tim and waiting for him to tell the truth? Because that's quite a fun game. Like if you find out something and you're like, I'm just going to wait until they, until they decide to tell me the truth. But mm. then that's also really hard because you're just like, I know when I hate you. Mm. Um, I think Rebecca is going to be guilty. Okay. I think that 
it's going to turn out that Sandy's trying to do this good deed for her and it's actually going to be like no she is actually she she did do it she's mm, been lying interesting to him. okay okay um when are Alex and Marissa going to snog hurry <laughs> up hurry up I'm fed up shipping this situation just get on with it get off with her but also do it in your own time and make sure it's consensual because that's really important. Don't rush. Don't give peer pressure. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Um, oh, San Diego. The road trip to San Diego. I really want Summer and Seth to get back together. Like, I've, I'm feeling it now. Mm-hmm. I've, when they were together, it was awful. But, you know, it's, it's hot. It's spicy. But I also really don't want her to cheat on Zach because I love, I love Zach. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Lindsay's already in the bin, so, like, maybe Ryan could move back to Chino. That'd be great. Mm, i just, like, leave the show. Yeah, that'd be good. Jake Julie's going to be back next episode? Oh, I, ho- I miss Julie. It depends if her other show's finished or not. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I'd like Julie to come back. I cannot wait for Julie to find out about Marissa's tattoo. Like, I'm so pumped for that to happen. Of course, of course. And that's kind of it, isn't it? Any other storylines I'm missing? Uh, no, I think that's basically it. Um, okay. That fondue thing has really traumatised me. Don't. Stop talking about it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. Listener of the week this week is someone who got in touch when I was in charge of the socials when... Heather was on holiday. Can I also just say you did an excellent job? You really smashed it. Thank you. I mean, what she's not telling you is that she gave me a picture and the exact um, (laughs) wording of each post for every single day and then was like, you could choose what time you post at. (laughs) I said you could go rogue. So you've basically just congratulated yourself. (laughs) No, I was meaning more in the DMs. The stories were really good. Um, I only did two stories. I know, but I liked it. Mm, Okay. Anyway, um, one of the people that DM'd was Kazmatraz Morris on Instagram, um, a.k.a. Karen, who messaged us with some very interesting trivia. So the first one, I think you were quite stunned by this. I really was. When you read it. Was that, and this was all found on IMDb, but she kind of brought her attention to it, that the two finalists for the role of Marissa were actually Misha Barton and Olivia Wilde. And the writers felt that Olivia, who plays Alex, was too strong to play the emotionally unstable character of Marissa. So they wrote the character of Alex for her, which is very interesting. And then I had a conversation with Karen about how actually Olivia would have made more sense as an alpha, but obviously they've gone for Misha Barton. And then there was another fact about how the writers really liked Misha Barton's sort of awkward beauty. Yes. Um, and that the that's ultimately why they cast her, and then this idea of like her being a bit awkward didn't change the fact that Marissa was supposed to be the alpha, and that's perhaps where the disconnect between the character comes from. Like they had an idea of what they wanted the character to be, but then they cast a different type of person, mm-hmm. but didn't rewrite the character to fit the casting. Yeah, which which is so very stupid. interesting. It is very stupid and it is very interesting. Um, So thanks for that trivia fact. I am going to go into IMDb and look at more of the trivia. She says, Karen says that you're not allowed to, Heather. Yeah, I saw. Don't do that. Yeah. So yeah, Karen, thanks. Thanks for getting in touch. If you want to get in touch, you will probably be speaking to Heather now. You've missed (laughs) the window of opportunity to to have a conversation with me via DM on Instagram at NeverSeenLosey. Um, but I'm sure Heather's chat's all right as well. I mean, probably. it's fine. Depends what made you catch me in. Also, you know how we asked for people to review us on Apple mm-hmm. Podcasts? Ask and you will receive, my friend. They have been flooding in. So thank you so Ooh. much. If you have done that, we will shout you out subsequently. If you are yet to do it and you fancy doing it, please head on over, subscribe, like, review. We're into it. Tell us what you think. Thanks, guys. So yeah, it's very exciting. I was reading them this morning and was like, oh, it's so nice. People are so nice. Mm, I'm going to do that just now to get a wee boost before I go back to working from home 
for the rest of the day. Working from home life. I'm doing that really awful thing where I'm going to get my hair done this afternoon, which everyone's like, oh, you're so lucky you can do that. I mean, yes, I am. But it does mean I then need to go and work tonight. Mm. So, yeah, okay, I'm off from like half 12 to like half three. But then I have to come back home with really nice hair and then work until like 10 p.m. But Oh, no. Not okay, Han. Anyway, on that note, we will see you next week. We will. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.